You are listening to the Gear 30 Podcast, a community, you could even call it a support group, for people addicted to outdoor adventuring and all the gear that goes with it. There is no shame here. In spite of what your spouse or partner may say, we believe it's okay to own five tents, seven backpacks, and 18 jackets. Our slogan, inspired by the great explorer Sir Ranolf Fiennes, is, there is no such thing as bad weather, only inappropriate gear. So if you're an aspiring outdoor adventurer, a mountain guide, or anyone in between, you are in the right place. Welcome to the Gear 30 Podcast, where we talk about outdoor adventuring and all the gear that goes with it. It's Brandon, Chase, and myself today <laughs> in uh, Banyan 1. We are um, going to be here. talking about... I'm present. <laughs> you, you okay, Chase? <laughs> uh, yep, I'm here. We're, We're good. good. Um, so I'm, gonna, I'm asking their help in shopping for some new trail runners because mm. um, all of mine are getting pretty hammered. I've got maybe another. Can we pretend like we're in the shop right now? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, all right. Sweet. What do you? What do you? What have you run in in the past? So I'm a. I've run in Altras. I've run in Las Sportivas. I've run in uh, Solomons and Scarpas, um, and Topo and Athletic. What, what haven't you ran <laughs> in? So, <laughs> so oh, and Brooks. So the the shoes that I'm currently running in are Brooks shoes. The uh, the. The blue version of Cascadia. the red version that you have. Yeah, the cas- no. No, oh, the no, pure the grit? The pure, 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 pure grit. grit, yeah. So I'm in the pure grits. Um, I also run in Topo Athletic shoes, which are probably my favorite. The Run Venture has always been my, my favorite shoe, but I also have the Terra Venture that I like. Um, I've got Altras right now, the Lone Peaks. I don't like those. Too wide and sloppy for my feet. Um, Same. I, <laughs> I have, um, and you've got wide feet. If they're too wide and sloppy for your feet. Well, I have, I got a pair of superiors Mm -hmm. and yeah, I feel like they're just so sloppy. Um, I, yeah, that's like my biggest review and I do have wide feet. I like my ski boots of 104, 103 last. Yeah. It's a wide, I have a wide foot, but yeah, that ultra superior, I put it on. Have you used the Timps? Have you tried those on or I've tried them on, yeah. I do think Ultra is getting better at locking your heel down. Yeah. I do think the heel locks better than it has been in the past, but running so much in topos, I'm used to a wide toe box, but not like a gargantuous right. toe box. Right. So. Yeah. So I'm I'm having a hard time deciding what the next trail shoe is because um, mine are getting kind of hammered. Plus, uh, well, I've got probably another six weeks. Uh, four to six weeks of trail running that I need to do before the the snow flies and I'm I'm then cross country skiing and backcountry skiing and stuff like that. So are you looking for a winter running shoe or are you just looking for something that you're gonna finish out these six weeks and then maybe start up again in the spring? Right, exactly. So it's trails. Now are we technical single track trails? Or are we wide open? Uh, it's technical single track trails. Now not super super rocky trails um, in my area, but some of them are rocky. I so I like the idea. Here's here are the shoes that I've been considering, and that I helps. love and I love your because um, your yeah, that was a wide array of styles of shoes, sure. like from a sloppy, like you you your term right, uh, 
wide toe box to something like a, a Lost Border Solomon where it's much smaller. So right. I'm like, ooh, okay, that's a broad <laughs> range there. Right. And everything covered. Yeah. Yeah, so in all of those shoes that I've tried, my favorites were the early Ultras, um, like Gen 1 Lone Peak was my favorite shoe of all time, I think. Uh, Gen 2, less so. I didn't like it as much, but I still really liked it. Gen 3, I liked it even less. Gen 4, I liked it even less. But I still think they're some of the better shoes on the market. Mm. Um, but Topo is kind of the closest thing to that Gen 1 uh, that I found as far as fit goes. And um, I really like the Topo shoes. Now, Topos aren't all... Um Zero drop, right? No, they're no. not. Three, uh, the Run Venture's three millimeters, right? Or Terra Venture, three millimeters? Something like that. Yeah, they're all at between like zero and five. Mm-hmm. So they're low. Where Solomon is? Nine, twelve. I mean, anywhere from like three to twelve. Okay. But they're a little bit more like that six to twelve range. Yeah. Um, so the ones that I'm considering is the La Sportiva Bushido, because that's kind of a tighter fitting... It, it's almost like once you, you get it broken in, it's like you're wearing a sock, a very protective sock, but they just look awesome for real nimble trails and really rocky technical terrain. Um, and I love the idea. I mean, that's the shoe that I would want if I'm running technical terrain fast. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to just, you know, plot along for lots and lots of miles in the Altras, but now I'm running less miles, but I'm running them faster. And so I find I don't like the Altras for that. They're, they're not nimble enough. I like the uh, the Run Ventures, the Topos a lot for that. I like the Brooks for that. And I'm thinking the La Sportiva might be a really good fit for that. So the Bushido's one of them that I'm considering. And then I'm looking at all of the Topo trail line because I've loved their shoes. What do you not like about the Pure Grits? Um, so the... the toe is a little bit narrow compared to for example the topos that i'm used to um i actually don't feel like even now even after i've run in them for hundreds of miles they just don't feel like they're shaped for my foot Hmm. like the hills is a little sloppy laterally like side to side just a touch sloppy um it just isn't like snug in all the right places and loose in all the right places like the topos are like i feel like the topo was built for my foot hugs my heel hugs like the arch through the the insteps really good wider around the toes just awesome in all the right places so we've narrowed it down to the lost board and the topo i have pretty much yeah unless there's some out there that i'm not familiar with or that i haven't considered um those are like were honestly probably the two options i would look into as well I tend, on the Sportiva side, I really like the Mutant mm-hmm. just because of a wider foot. Right. So you get some of the benefits of the Bushido. It's a little bit beefier and burlier. You get the benefits of La Sportiva, I should say. That friction rubber, but it's a little bit wider. But if you're looking for, like, aggressive, the Bushido for sure. Um, the Run Venture, I can't remember if it's this fall, but they redesigned it. Right. Um, so it doesn't have that that really lightweight heel think cup know how they change that right make it more travel easy they don't do that anymore good um <laughs> right i good. i like the run venture until i did that yeah. and then i was like mm, terra venture so the original run venture was the is the best shoe that i've ever worn well the second best shoe right behind the original 
ultra lone peak. Mm-hmm. Um, and the run venture is great. I was really excited to get a pair of run ventures when I got introduced to the brand. Um, that was the year that they changed to that new, new run venture, and I was mm-hmm. like, "What the crap?" <laughs> and it just wasn't comfortable anymore. Yeah. Um, but they took that away. I think they realized, well, this new shoe kind of sucks. <laughs> um, <laughs> so they the new run venture goes right back to the same platform as the original. Awesome. Um, so great shoe. I li- I think the run venture. It has a little bit narrower forefoot than the Terra Venture does. Right, which I prefer for my foot. Exactly, and even even for me on like a technical trail, mm-hmm. I would I want something a little bit more aggressive than the Terra Venture. Yeah. Um, the Mountain Racer does a pretty good job. It's not too wide. I think Is it's it a little bit narrower than little the Little narrower than the Terra, the Terra Venture. Venture. That's it, also it, on my foot. That has a like a, a higher foot. stack height. Yeah. Oh, um, higher stack height, but also isn't it like a five mil drop? I, th- I don't know what the drop is. I thought it was three. It might be could, five. Could be three. But it is definitely a higher stack height. So for technical trails, like real technical stuff, I wouldn't recommend it. Um, it's what a lot of their ultra athletes are wearing because it's good for long miles with that. Just more the more on the hocus side, more cushion. Yeah. Um, so I would definitely look into the new run venture. Terra Venture is great. Um, I've been wearing. I have a pair of. Uh, Dina fits that I've been kind of liking, um, mm-hmm. but they're really similar to like a Solomon. Um, really aggressive, like, like a seven millimeter, maybe an eight or nine millimeter yeah. stack height. So I got a pair of Dina fit shoes years ago. Same thing, ten mil drop or something like that, and they felt they felt great until I ran in them, and almost immediately my knees started to hurt. So. It's That's weird. funny you say that. I, <laughs> I've only, I haven't ran in mine a lot. I've done like three technical runs in them, and my knees hurt every time after. Oh. I thought it was just because of my IT band issues. I haven't worn them recently, and I'd like to. I was going to do a run last week, and I like looked at them. It's like I'm just going to take my mountain racers because I know they're comfortable, and I know like at this point I can't risk an injury to my knee, um, or like prolonged like you know. Right. Um, so I'd like I'm gonna I'm gonna whip them out and put some more miles on them after my race is over, but I'm curious if my knees will hurt with them or if that was just so I don't know I I think they they're a comfortable fit I like everything about the shoe I've worn them all day before to work I've worn them several days and they're really they're really comfortable but yeah that's funny I I went and ran done three runs in them and after all three runs I was like wow yeah. my knee really hurts but I wasn't sure if it was well, the shoe or if it was I mean consider this so your body adapts to whatever abuse you you put it through but exactly. it takes time for it to adapt mm-hmm. and if you're if you're running in a shoe that has a built-up hill and your hill striking as you run your body adapts to that your bone density adapts in, in places where you're getting a lot of pounding and mm-hmm. things change so that you become you can sustain that um, the same also happens if you switch to like a more more of a forefoot strike then your muscles start to adapt um, to handle the extra strain in your calves and your soleus, uh, your soleus and your gastrocnemius, and your uh, Achilles tendons start to start to adapt a little bit for the extra. So when you just switch over, those areas are going to be really sore, and you yeah. give it enough time, they'll start to adapt to the point where you can handle it. 
But if you're used to like a midfoot strike and you're not hill striking a lot and you switch your shoes to suddenly hill striking, your body hasn't really adapted to be able to take that and it's going to be a lot rougher on you than, than you're used to. And that's what yeah. I found with me. I can't run in a shoe with the big hill, hill toe drop um, because I find that I just hit my heels more and it hurts my knees. And if I, if I started to transition slowly over time, I think my body could get used to it again. That's how I used to run, but I haven't run that way in so long that it just, it feels really uncomfortable for me. That's kind of how I feel. Like this is the only shoe that I will have worn in the past four years that has a substantial stack height or drop height, hill drop. So, and I, I don't know that I really want to train my body to run with it. Yeah. Because I really enjoyed the other shoes out there. So we'll yeah. see. I yeah. I th- so that Mountain Racer is a five mil drop. Is it five? Okay. And I didn't feel two mils is not a huge. Yeah. Five mil if, is about as high as I can go before I start to fill it in my knees. Yeah. If I was running on a on a zero drop, um, went to that, I might notice a difference. But I've been on a three millimeter drop. And going to that, I didn't notice it. I have to say... If I'm doing a lot of hills, I notice a difference between a five mil drop and a zero drop in my calves. Oh yeah. Like if I'm doing a lot of hills, like a five mil drop shoe saves my calves a lot. Mm-hmm. Surprisingly so for just such a small. No, I could drop. see that for sure. I mean, it's yeah, yeah, totally. So, so I do, I do kind of like a, uh, I like a zero drop shoe if it's more rolly terrain or flatter terrain, and on a. On a big hilly terrain where I'm going to be doing a lot of steep hiking and stuff, I kind of like to have just a little bit of hill. Well, it gives your calf some more support. Right. For sure. It's like putting up a putting up a riser on your ski binding or whatever exactly. on the uphill. Exactly. A little bit. Um, so, Mountain Racer, you've run in and you like that. I really like them. I've, I'm at like 120 miles in mine right now, and I have zero complaints with the shoes. They're not quite as wide as the Terra Venture. I don't feel like they are. Good for me. Yeah. Um, um, the Hydro Venture looks like it's on the same platform. The Hydro Venture Two. Oh, I don't. It, I don't think it has the same. Not uh, same outsole anyway. Yeah. Maybe it's not the same platform. It looks similar though. I don't think it has um, as much cushion underfoot. Yeah, maybe a lower stack height. Um, then the Ultra Venture. Do you know much about that one? Um, no, that one's a newer. Is this the second first time you've ever done it? Um. I remember talking to the rep, and he talked me into the mountain racer over the ultra venture. Okay, so it's a five mil drop as well. Um, but I don't think it has much stack height. Just for the ultra running that I, I'm training for, he recommended the mountain racer. So 30 millimeter heel, stack height 25 millimeter forefoot on that one. I'm curious what the mountain racer is. Um, Let's see. Oh, it's the same stack height. Is it? Okay. I bet. I think the Mountain Racer looks like it's a little more aggressive outsole to me. On the Mountain Racer? The Mountain Racer does. It does have a fairly aggressive outsole. Yeah. So then the Terra Venture 2. Mm-hmm. How does that differ from the Terra Venture 1? Because I have the Terra Venture 1. Terra Venture 2, they switched it over to a, it's a V-Rim sole. Uh-huh. Um, bigger lugs and more spread out lugs. Oh. So it can handle technical train significantly better i like it a lot better than my terra venture ones really um i liked my terra venture ones decently well um i put way more miles on my terra venture twos and i do enjoy them a little bit more um with the 
deeper lugs and more spread out lugs, the sole has worn faster um, because there's less wear points. Right. Um, but all around, I, I personally like the shoe a lot better. I liked my TerraVenture 1s, but the TerraVenture 2s, I, I think it's a better shoe. Um, I like the material it's made out of. The fit of the sh I think the fit's better. The heel locks in better yeah. than the heel locked in on the TerraVenture 1. Yeah. And that Vibram outsole, um, it just it, it holds up better in a little bit more technical terrain. Um, but I've, I want to say I'm close to 250 miles in that shoe. The TerraVenture 1, maybe closer to 200, between 2 and 250, and the sole is pretty worn. Um, I I mean, I'll be able to get another maybe 150 out of them, uh -huh. um, but it's definitely, when I get into sand, like slippery terrain, they don't hold very well. I guess you say loose terrain, not slippery terrain. Yeah. So, huh. I do like, to for me, the sole doesn't last as long as their old sole. But the new outsole pad, like tread pattern, I like a lot better. Okay. The Run Venture 2, you're saying they went back to the... So I'm trying to remember if... Better Hill. If that one's released yet, the Better Hill. It looked... It looks look, in the picture on their website, it looks like this is the old hill. Yeah, so it might not be until... Until the next fall or spring oh, okay. that they release the new one. I'll hang, out. I, I'll hang on then until that one comes it, out. It's a cool... I remember seeing it and being really excited that they went back to the original yeah yeah i'm excited for that if you're not too worried about a higher stack high i would definitely check <coughs> out that mountain racer it's a really cool shoe i like it but if you're looking for a bit more techie then probably not this shoe yeah well maybe i'll get the mountain racer and the bushido there you go because then i've got they're the, two very different shoes yeah the mountain racer looks like it's kind of a better for longer mileage mm -hmm. days and stuff which at some point i do want to get into here's my here's my master plan for the winter and Let's spring. Hear it. so so my wife had suggested that maybe we do the squat peak 50 um this next summer as kind of a or early summer i guess as kind of a last hurrah before uh, we end up moving to china and then, and I thought it sounded like a good idea, and then we kind of talked ourselves out of it. But it's still kind of been on my mind. You should been do thinking it. Like, when is it? Uh, it's in June. You want to do it? Yeah, I'd do the squat peak. Um, so I'm kind of thinking. That's, that's one days. that's, <laughs> it's, um, it's not easy. No, now, did right. she run that one before? She did. I it's, did not, though. Did she finish? Yeah, and she did really well. It, she had major right. IT band issues for the last 13 miles of downhill. She had to walk. She couldn't run. But she ended up finishing... She was like top three women. Uh, women. She didn't finish top three. She was like top three with with just downhill to go, and she was feeling really good. And then on the downhill, she started downhill, and her IT band started killing her. Mm. So she got passed by like eight people on the downhill. She ended up finishing eleventh or twelfth or something like that. But she probably lost. I'm gonna guess on that downhill, she probably would have finished. Yeah, could she run it maybe an hour faster and that would have wow. put her would have put her in the top three um in her in the but that has a it's got a lot of vert yeah it's like 13 12 or 13 thousand vert which is big so the one 50 miler that we did together was the bighorn 50 up in the bighorn mountains of wyoming that was really pretty but we both had it band issues i had major mm. it band issues she less so which is why i didn't do squat peak um but a 50 is just like 
a fun distance. That's like when you when you train for marathons, you run a few marathons, you're like, you know what? Halves are where it's where it's at. You know, I'm just gonna do halves from now on. Right. Yeah. You run a few hundreds. I'll stick with fifty. I'll stick with fifty. I think fifty is where I want to be. So then you got to run two hundreds to be like, you know what? Hundreds are where it's at. I'm just gonna <laughs> yeah. stick with the hundreds. I'm gonna be the yeah. Moab two forty next year. Yeah. So I do. I do want to do a hundred miler again, uh, and I want to be well trained for it. So I have no des. I have okay. I have one desire for a hundred, and that's only. Because I went and watched our friend John Wojcikowski try and try, try and attempt for the second or third time. The um, Hard Rock. The Hard Rock. Yeah. And I just thought, whoa, this is a serious race. Like, that is a test of of your personal right. endurance. Like, that is a big deal. Like, I hear there may be harder hundreds out there, but that's got to be one of the top five, right? So, if not, someone will probably make an argument for that's the hardest hundred. Um and so that is there's some appeal there to be like well could i could i do that right um but that's not really <laughs> that inch yeah way way out there but i think if i was to do one that would be the point is right. like okay well i'm gonna Just to i want to see if i can get in a hard rocket but that's the hard part is getting in. you right. gotta finish so many first you gotta finish some like another hundred or whatever to or at right. least a 50 to even qualify for it well it's a, and then it's a draw. What it used to be is, and I think it's still the case, that there are certain hundreds that qualify you for it, and they're not easy hundreds. Mm-hmm. Like the Wasatch. Wasatch or the Bear 100 or like some of the mountainous ones that have a lot of vertical qualify you, but not everyone does. Yeah, see, it's not that important to me. <laughs> <laughs> Bear would be interesting because I know that one's a hard, it's just because of the weather and the, yeah. it's just a, it's a tough course. I, I'd like to do the Bear again because it is so beautiful. Uh, it's a really cool experience. The other thing, too, is it qualifies you for Hard Rock. I applied for Hard Rock twice after I did the Bear. But you have to do a qualifying race every two years. Um, so if you do it once, it qualifies you to to put in for the lottery for Hard Rock for two, two years. Mm. So I put in for two years, didn't get chosen, and I haven't done 100 since, so I haven't been able to put in. So there's part of me that wants to do the Bear again to try to get into hard rock just to and for me it's like i just want to experience experience it what a cool event like to spend a hundred miles on the trails in a day and a half two days in the san juans yeah like what a cool yeah it's really experience. that's what you, why you do it is yeah for the experience and i when i was there i mean there's definitely runners who are um not young you know that, but they've they've they're conditioned and they can they can hike really fast yeah. and they can stay within the time limits um but still it's doesn't look easy at all yeah so i i just over the summer uh and the fall a little bit in the fall i was running with a neighbor of mine we were going on the trails three or four days a week um near our house and we weren't we were only running for about an hour and but we were running enough that i started i was losing some weight because i was also bike racing mm. and stuff losing some weight getting faster on the hills and i some of the runs that i was doing that i'd have to walk some of the hills i was starting to run all the hills well it feels good huh? oh it feels great and then running fast on the downhills feeling light and nimble uh, feeling like i could just like when i'd hit a flat less technical spot really turn on the speed it was so fun and it's just gotten my brain thinking back to like my 
high school and college racing days when I was, um, I, w I didn't race collegiately, um, but I, I raced recreationally while I was in college and was pretty fast. And it just took me back to those days when I was faster, and it was just felt so fun to really be able to turn on the pace. Well, distance, you know, fifties and hundreds, you can people are in their forties winning these races. Right, right. And I'm not, I'm not necessarily because that's the like, point. You need to win. Right. right? Well, yeah, yeah, you don't do it unless you win. Yeah. <laughs> um, for me, it really is like I enjoy the adventure of it. I mm -hmm. enjoy being out on the trails all day long and covering a lot of ground and and stuff and so the and a 50 miler to me is something that i can do without major side effects like i did that 100 miler and yes i wasn't in proper shape for it i hadn't trained properly for it but i couldn't walk without a limp for like three months after that thing i swear yeah and there might we, there might be some injuries link still could be yeah we don't know yeah and but i did the 50 miler and even though i had it band issues uh, like the last 10 miles of it, the next day I could walk around fine without limping. I was sore, but I, I was fine. And so I kind of feel like 50 is the length where you still get a full day of adventure. It's short enough that you can run a little faster. You can, you can have those sections where you feel like you're really cruising and um, like just flying along the trail. That's where um, I'm like uh, 50K for me. Yeah. yeah. And so, I don't know. I think that the um squaw peak is such a beautiful race and it's local for us that i think that's one that i would like to do i'm just not sure i'm going to be around in june i don't know Whoa. oh you mean here okay I'm I just, <laughs> he's playing on croton <laughs> wow what's is there something we need to talk about yeah, yeah okay you know, life's been rough lately <laughs> like, Greg, if, whoa if to talk like we can we can turn the mics off oh, yeah uh, this was uh it's turned into a whole different podcast here <laughs> well, that escalated quickly <laughs> right so uh yeah i could have been i could be in china you could be in china okay yeah not, like not around not right. around well, yeah i vote that you know what would be... I think we should all I, run it. Yeah, I was just going to... Well, I don't know about the squad. I, I'll see you about four hours after you guys finish, <laughs> but... <I'll laughs> but we, our podcast listeners, I think would thoroughly enjoy if all three of us trained for in round of 50. Oh, man. Oh, boy. Squaw? Well, any, That's June, right? Any 50. Yeah. Oh, boy. So That's that'll a, be good motivation for me mm. because I want to I want to do a lot of skate skiing this, this winter to really, like kind of get in good shape see i don't want to do and that and then hit the trails running in the spring and uh you'll definitely that'd be, be a good motivation wait how do you spell squaw sq <laughs> oh not zq what the heck s <laughs> sq -U, 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 u squaw 50 right yeah okay squaw peak 50. okay squaw peak 50 so i'm just gonna look it up um i've never gone over 30 miles so 50 would it's would 20 suck. miles longer. June 13th. You know, it was on my birthday one year, and I was really, I really wanted to do it for my birthday, but um, <laughs> didn't happen. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's really okay. I get it now. Yeah, it's beautiful, and looks really long and hard. Okay. <laughs> well, I think I don't know. I think it could be cool. The the other one that's really cool that's in June is uh, that Bighorn 50. It feels like it. You're really kind of out there. Yeah, um, which Wh is where's that? Really fun. That's up in Bighorn Mountains, just outside of Sheridan, Wyoming. There's the uh, Scout Mountain, May thirty first. Oh yeah, 
That's they, a, do they have a 50 mile version? Yep. I know they've got a 100 and 21 miler. 150 and 21. Is that a 100 miler? Mm -hmm. No, it's not a 100k. No. They might do 100k. I'm pretty sure it's just That'd be cool. Luke, is Luke Nelson still the race mm -hmm. director? He's yeah. such a cute guy. It'd be um, fun to do that one. I was talking to a few people. I haven't ran either one, so I don't know. But a couple people that ran the Wasatch and also ran the Scout Mountain. And they've all, not all of them, but several of them said the Scout Mountain was harder than the Wasatch. Could be. Um, Dude, Luke is a an animal. He's just nuts. He's he's like one of my favorite trail runners in, in, that I've ever met. Um, just way cool. He and Ty Draney are both like awesome, awesome dudes. But um, when we did the 50 miler up at, at uh, Bighorn, he, did, he won the 100 miler. And um, he was at the every time I've I've run a race that he's run, he's standing at the finish line cheering every single racer that goes through. Like he wins, and then he hangs out and he cheers everyone through until everybody's finished, pretty much all the time. That's I don't I, I mean don't quote me on that. I don't know if it's every single time, but every every race I've been in, that's been the case. Like good dude, really cool dude. Ty Draney's awesome too. They're both. Um, Patagonia athletes and and just really good guys. So anyway, yeah, I'm I'm open to it. I I uh, so that's non-committal then. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, I'm just not sure that I want to commit myself back to the uh, ultra running. So you don't lifestyle. you don't want it that bad. <laughs> well, that's what I because it was Simply kind of put. consuming. It it. it it's kind of consuming. It is very. It's your and life. Like you have to. You, it's got, nothing like. Oh, I'm going to train for a 5K. Yeah. Right. <laughs> no, it is every weekend. You're doing long runs and right. recuperating, and during the week you're getting some runs. Like it is a very all-encompassing deal. I want to have something motivating to train for just to get me out and get in, in shape. But I've got mm. little kids, and it's. It's a lot. All I'm hearing is excuses is right I know, now. So. I know. And the other thing too is like if my wife and I both do, if I do it, she's going to want to do it. She so, does not like being left okay. behind. And on. she no, she leaves you behind. And that's well, where we're getting me. into the crux she of beats of this yes, whole thing. And yeah. we can't lose to her. <laughs> so <that's Right. laughs> Okay. Right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, you saw right through that. Yeah. One. Um but if she does it and I do it, Who's going to watch the kids? I'm just kidding. Family. Chase's family. <laughs> yeah. They are anyway, I'm, I'm considering it. Let's talk about it, Chase. I I mean, I want to just say, yes, I'm, I'm committed, but um, I'm a little bit... I, I just don't know that I can commit the proper amount of time. Now, I could wing it. I've done that many times before and finished, and it hurt really bad, and I paid for it in the long run. Uh, I could do that again, but I don't really want to. I'm sick of it hurting that bad and being that slow. I like being faster and having fun. Being anyway. in shape. So, update on the, the Dead Horse Ultra. The fastest known time was actually 6.23. So, I was, I so was not, a half hour off. Not under 6. Not but sub but 6, okay. but 6.23. It's um, pretty fast. On Ultra sign up, that's what it's saying. Yeah, that's, so. that is fast. Not too shabby. Cool. All right. Well, we'll get back to you, all of you listeners, about whether or not I'm gonna uh, suck it up and commit, or um, keep, keep or not, one. or not. Yeah. yeah. So, 
anyway thanks for joining us on the podcast today and um if you enjoyed the podcast please click subscribe and also leave us a friendly review five star and um and that just allows other people to find our our podcast and and have confidence in listening to it as well so um also like us on facebook and follow us on instagram at gear underscore three zero and um the last thing i've how's bryden doing He's Bry- back. Bryden is in is in Ogden. He's, he's probably in the office right now. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah, he um, did not finish the full CDT, so uh, we're, we'll have him on the podcast um, soon to talk about that experience. But um, basically, ear infection that w- didn't go away with antibiotics, really? and uh, uh, he took him down. Um, and when you're beat, you're beat. So yeah. he had to. That's. I don't want to speak for him, but he had to. He came home. Yeah. Made that decision. So 20, 2,300 miles, though. He's he still accomplished something pretty good. 2,300 yeah. miles. In, and fast. He was moving. He was That was under four months to do that. Wow. Yeah. Or right around four months. Does he have... Well, at this point, it's early, but does he have any desire to go back and, and do we, the whole thing? No. Doubt it. Yeah. He's, I, yeah, he I said don't think I would Maybe in the future, but... Yeah, yeah, I don't think I would either. That's such a. He really likes through hiking. Does not like through hiking Colorado in freezing temperatures. And when I say yeah. freezing, like single digits. Right. And who would? <laughs> so. Cool. Well, I'm excited to be able to talk to him and kind of hear hear how it went, hear his story. I think that's probably going to be like 20 episodes right there. <laughs> yeah. Cool. All right. Well, thanks for joining us. We'll see you on the next episode. See you out there. Ooh.